watching prohibition fall down. All right, let's wake and bake. Yeah. Amp up, man. I'm ready. I'm ready, dude. Get a little more caffeinated here. This is my Cycle Portland cup, by the way. When I was in Portland and I cycled, I cycled with Cycle Portland. Oh, very cool, sir. We're very proud. I hope they gave at least 3% to charity. This steel, it's a steel cup, by the way. They all steel cup. When you take these things in a Starbucks, people look at you with respect. Yeah. That person knows what's going on, man. Look at his steel cup. He ain't wasting shit. You know, I've been, use, I've been uh, using YouTube lately instead of TV, and somehow I started just getting on the incinerators play, playlist. And there's just all these playlists about these like new technology of uh, incinerators where they burn absolutely everything at like 2,000 degrees. It's really a trip. Makes me wonder if they're going to start keep on driving the recycling all over the world. Hmm. I do not know. But let's get ready to get into the show. Preview yes, the show. I will tell you guys, just for fun. I don't know if we'll get to it this show, but maybe you should research the history of John Harvey Kellogg. And we might talk about it next show. Of Kellogg, he made Kellogg cereal back in the day. Just, just check it out. You might be surprised. There's interesting information. There. It is hard to go back a hundred <laughs> years ago in your head. It's hard to go back to the 70s in your head. It's and I think freaky, it's so though. different. It's really in the, you know, the matter of how many years, thousands of years we've been around, 100 years ain't shit. But it it's is. like before you could communicate with people, when you had to walk far or take a horse to go communicate and say something to the person, you know, the nearest person to you, dude, that was, that was a different world. Yes, I feel that. I'm going to tell you today's show and what's going on. We're going to talk about, I need some help rolling some pinners, man, some joints. As well as talking about, well, actually more of looking, I saw a joint rolling machine being used at a party, and I was pretty impressed. Uh, as well as psychedelics to help with addiction. I'm looking for some feedback, some comments on that. Let's talk about it. Different types of addiction. Yeah, and that absolutely. I've talked to Tanazi about that. I, I got something yeah, to give say me some about info. that. You got it. In the news, man, the both news stories today, I am passionate about, Scotty. Oh. Uh, we have... Well, I shouldn't say passion. The first one's really interested. It's titled Amid, a mid-wave of pot farm robberies. I believe we call this Matol, Matol Valley Residence. This is out in Humboldt County, I think, in okay. Northern California area. Take security into their own hands. People have been doing some unique shit using drones and other things and ripping off a lot of harvests. Pitchforks? <laughs> uh, there you go. And also, we're starting a campaign, Scotty. This one's titled Game Changer. Breath test for marijuana knows, it knows. If you're stoned, we've talked about this device before, it's not the Draeger 5000, but another one, and we need to be scared, and we need to fight this shit. Yeah, I don't know if we need to be scared, but come on, we'll mm. talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, before we get into it, I'll tell you about membership, guys. Tech, and also, we've been listening to some feedback. We're going to bring back three Grow Talk shows a week. I think yes. we've been doing three Wake and Bakes and two Grow Talks. We're going to do a little bit longer Wake and Bake. And then three grow talks. You guys have been showing that hey, we got an audience of growers here. You guys would love to be, you know, more grow talk, the better helping with the grows and us learning too. Every grow talk, me and Scotty learn more about growing, so it's been awesome. So more grow talk on the menu. Nice. Yeah, I just read the feedback and come on, we're all growers. We're all trying to to be as best as we can be. So I and me too. I'm actually reinvigorated back into the grow, man. Got to get my groove on. And stay tuned. Anybody that is a member supporting the show, $10 a month, you'll be getting a newsletter, which we are horrible at sending out newsletters, but we're going to get one out as soon as Scotty gets his fresh recharge sticks in. So What's weird about single... being bad at sending out newsletters? I fucking write all day long. I love writing shit, man. I just write a <laughs> newsletter. 
Yes, and we pay for the functionality to send newsletters out. So regardless, though, you'll get a newsletter, and in that, you're going to see how anybody that's a member, you'll be able to hook up your free high-functioning stoner card. This is the little pouch as well. It's a stash card. Um, there's also a DGC sticker we're going to hook up and a pack, a little stick pack of recharge to show some appreciation. And you Canadian DGC, I've bundled all that into one pack. If you look at the image here, if you're watching the video show, you can see you get your free seeds from See Here, Seeds Here Now, a stick pack, a recharge, and a DGC sticker. So I'm trying to hook you guys up and be impatient and uh, be good to go. Help support this show. Help support your listening if you've been enjoying it on your commute, in your grow. Uh, we've got some new members we can shout out that have supported us. You ready? Yeah, come on. Let's do it. Motor City Tricombs. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm assuming it's a sir. I don't know why. I don't know. So ever since we've had our guys and gals talk. but Yeah, there's probably only dudes that get to live in the Motor City. You're right. <laughs> it does sound like a, <laughs> yeah. All right. But this, Jacob, man, Jacob pulling here. It says, DGC member and second generation grower from Maine. Right. After one full year of your show, I was able to give my pops some tips on his outdoor. And he said this year he noticed the healthiest plants he's grown. He only grows his personal strain, duck's foot, every year. Right. Nice. So, hell yeah. That's like kind of what this is about, guys. We're hoping to build this build this community, be listener-supported, so we can help the DGC and you all can help each other. We can have great events, hook you up with genetics, hook you up with gear, and keep this community strong. I agree. I agree. All right, Guru, $1 bet. Ready? Let's go for it. Dude, where's the Motor City? Oh, come on, that's Detroit. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Not a sports question. Asking <laughs> about football. All right, deal. Deal. Okay. Uh, you can go to dudegrows.com over on the homepage under support us. Check it out. Don't forget you members. When you're logged in, see all your member deals on the top tab there. You'll see members only deals. You can see what we got going on with the 30% off recharge, the free seeds, as well as more deals to come. Always working on it. But for now, I think we're going to get into the show official. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, what are we talking on, man? See what the DGC is smoking on? We got, a, we got an update. Yeah, this was cool. This was cool. You notice I didn't say interesting, dude? You got your chorus open <laughs> on the screen there? This is Critical XXL Auto Wet Harvest. Right. This is an update from the guru of the Grow UK. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for at least making it easy for us to say. So I was asked by Ross Decay for an update here. She is the wet harvest and trim before the hang and dry. Very happy with this, how this turned out for my first run. Many thanks all the DGCs for your help in advance. And many more harvests to come. And this is a pre-shot here of it before he does the tr wet trim and hang. And the post-shot, dude, he's still got, you got thick nugs yeah. on that thing. Yeah. And this was, wasn't this the one gifted to him? The seed was gifted to him? Didn't know much about it? Yeah, exactly. That's fucking and cool. <laughs> You are going to get a good personal harvest there off of one plant, which yes. I freaking love. Off your first grow success. Now, of course, things can go south. Don't be deterred. You new growers coming on board. Uh, but usually, especially if you're involved in this community, we can help you succeed. Rasta K, what's up? Thanks for asking for the update. And uh, yeah, I dig. Anybody want to put dang nugs up on uh, dudegrows.com? You can do dank nugs uh, under the latest. We'll try and get your flower up on the show. Yeah. Nice. I, I've been enjoying them. I've been participating a little bit more in the emails and, and all the comments. And fucking hey, we got some great growers out there. What about you guys being great growers? What are you token on? I wouldn't say great, but we're you're playing with the harvest, man. I mean, this is that big flow bud that I just can't bring myself to, to cut off the stem yet. And <laughs> this is a nice wedding cake here, man. 
And uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. We're just slow drying it. I pulled, pulled it out just for the show, but normally this would be in a bucket, kind of just getting its moisture, its last little bit of moisture out. And uh, dude, I know you're talking about joints. We've been rolling fucking joints the size of our, of our pinky, man. You know, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of got me thinking, man. I, I think I got a new sponsor for the show. I know we're really choosy, but uh, first off, you know you're old when you get a navage for your birthday, man. <laughs> when when they, they somebody sees but your wife's it's a navage. When your wife sees the fucking commercial for this, and she goes, "Ooh, ooh, yeah." You know, the light bulb goes off in her head, but... Big piece of plastic. Yeah, just anyway, it's a smoking device is what it is, man. You put your weed in here, these little pods, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I'm telling you, man, just like this. And uh, But this is for, you know, say you just want to give your mouth a rest, you know what I mean? You know, I use, I, gotcha. There we go. <laughs> I'm telling just you, make- man, the thing's legit as fuck, man. Legit <laughs> as fuck. I think they'll sponsor us. Look, it's got this little little weed storage container here man you know nice nice you, thing works man they, they it's like they made it with me in mind well i'm, I'm, I'm token with well <laughs> actually not currently last night i was token with whistler brewing company six pack of lager and a bowl between each beer you know and i say that you know cannabis and alcohol sure. don't always make a great mix don't get me wrong here a lot of times um, they do if you're at home they do if you're ma'am, yeah when i want to do for me, it's it's. I, I think it's good. I, I don't know as long within reason. It's it's one of the few things. Uh, what it's like almost a shut off switch. Okay, like, okay, right. Your work needs to be done. Your brain needs to be done. Crack a logger, talk a bowl, and uh, sit in that recliner. It really, that's like one of the only times I can feel myself like, oh, this is good right now. Yeah. And, you're saying and then I tried to like- find something to watch for 30 minutes straight and settled on Comedian in Cars with Jerry Seinfeld. So it didn't do bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. I just want to make the point that you're saying like weed and, and liquor or weed and alcohol don't go that well together. It depends on how you do it and your experience level for sure. Of course, and- we've talked about many times, don't get bl- bl- wasted and get your your drink confidence up your liquid courage and be like give me a bong but let's think about that there's certainly differences between a very light high cbd uh, uh cannabis oh, true. and a super dense indica that you're fucking just smoking and you're like holy fuck it's like one hit of that i'm fucked up uh just the same way you know i was talking to uh a, a teenager about this it was so weird man teenagers can know about alcohol like this teenager's mom was a bartender and she's like yeah yeah of course a beer and uh, even the the liquors, the heavy liquors, like uh, the dark liquors, are certainly different than the light liquors. And uh, yeah. she was she was true. It was true. Think like about it, man. Like a tequila night's different than a a, a beer night. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. And by the way, it is weird hearing that from a teenager. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? It's 2019. You got to just fucking roll with it. I'm telling you, man. I don't have tequila nights anymore. By the way, mm. if that means having one shot, sure, but. Makes me a little off. We'll just say that. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. You ain't kidding. Maybe if I was on a horse in the desert and how's it go? Uh, been in the desert with a horse with no name, sir. Yeah. Uh, I lived through the a, 70s. Then then you could drink more tequila. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go into what's going on, man. So you're going to bust my balls. I was uh, hanging out at a party. Yes. And... This neighbor dude, and this is just in our neighborhood of talkers right. and cool people. And he had, this is the guy at the party that he didn't drink, but he smoked like freaking crazy. He, well, not even smoked, smoked, vape, 
he had two different vape pens, one with a huge battery, one with a small one. Right. And then he's like, let's roll some joints, you know, and he pulled out this little machine that's where you've seen him. You put the paper in, and all you did after you put the paper in, you put the flower in, and then you just push it down, and it pops back up, and there's a joint. Did it have like a filter like Marlboro Man? If you wanted, yes. And they're little pinners in... My wife was digging, you know, and right. she's like, these, these are cool. And I think part of the reason is looking at combined efforts, like if you enjoy smoking, you have kind of a, it, it, it ties, ties into situations, especially if you're out hanging out, having a few drinks, or right. maybe if you're outside because you're able to. Sure. So you want to hold something and smoke something. And I thought Guru used to smoke, correct? I did. That you used cannabis as, t- as a type of a good crutch to help you quit. I didn't do it in taking, like, making something that was like a cigarette replacement. I just, anytime I had, like, a craving for a cigarette, I'd go take a bong rip was what I did. <laughs> what do you like? What's so funny? Because I used to just out myself so badly as a pothead, uh, you know, through the 90s through 2000s for the last 25 years. You know, I've been places where prohibition land and people just look at me and they go, hey, do you smoke? And I just go to cigarettes? And like they're talking to, I want to go outside for a smoke break or something, you know, a cigarette break. And they're just like, yeah. And I kind of outed myself then. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I answer everybody <laughs> like that just because it's fun. Do you got a lighter or do you smoke? I'm like, no, not not cigarettes. Yeah, that's what I would just oh, be like, cigarettes? Oh. Huh? oh. <laughs> but it is, if you, any creative way. That's, I also liked it because sometimes you don't want to commit to a fatty joint. You know, I hear you. I only know, I don't know how to roll a pinner. And if I'm rolling a joint by hand, um, with some accessories, it's going to take me a little bit of time. And it's going to be like probably one of those little pinky joints almost right. like in diameter. I think that's um, one of those skills you just need to develop, man. Be if able you to care be able to roll, to. Be able to roll a variety of joints because the best joint roller you'll ever hand have is attached to you all the no, time. No, come on. Who's got, who uses these machines? Somebody recommend a few. I know there's a few out there. Dude, uh, I have a machine for you. It's called a piece of paper. You can literally, it's so, I'm not super coordinated or talented at rolling joints either. It's not going to be rolled as tight and as perfect. Bullshit, man. I'll, it's the same concept. Dude. I'm oh, telling you, or, those, those joint rollers do not roll things perfectly. They no. always, they always run and burn. Yeah. Not, not great. It kind of pinches it all. It, you know, it pinches the rest of it over there. When you do it with a piece of paper and I used to use it with a dollar bill until somebody informed me where the dollar bill has probably been stuck. So I don't use a dollar bill anymore. Got to use hundies. <laughs> just a clean piece. I always used to use a one just to make sure. Sure, I wasn't too high on the hog, brother. But just a piece of paper, man, a little four by six piece of note paper. I have the seeds here now, <laughs> uh, notepads. You just fold a little inch. You break the weed up or grind it up really well. And then you just, boom, I should probably have, should have prepared. But it's not cool. I'm not, I'm fucking 40 something years old. I'm not telling you how old I am. But fucking, I don't want to be cool. I just want to smoke a big fat fucking joint without all the hoopla. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I try it. I feel that. I feel that. Out of uh, we're hanging we'll out next week, bro. We should do a uh, uh, joint rolling, a little joint rolling session. Guru, you're good at it, right? I can roll a pretty good joint. Yeah. Come on in here, brother. Come on in here. God I damn. require to roll my joints typically like whatever the, the the I usually use a bill like a twenty or up. Right. You know, Got to be a twenty or up at least. I don't know, <laughs> I'm but. They've still been places. That's what I mean. Somebody said, <laughs> you say that to me one time. I'm like, hmm, all right. Sometimes people make points. Thanks, DJ. And then a card, either like a business card or credit, whatever, to tuck it over on the flower. Sure. And then uh, Top that's card. really it. I usually like a poker of some sort to, to, to stamp it down in a little, you know. 
Makes sense, dude. Makes sense, sir. All right. Somebody fill me in. Give me your information on Tanazi, because speaking of addictions or addictions to nicotine or smoking, I've heard through, I think it was off on the, on, on Rogan's podcast. Right. Different. And it, it's happened to me when I like ate a couple, two and a half grams. I think I didn't go over the deep end, but I, I really reflected on some shit. Sure. Mushrooms can do that. And I've heard other people um, have it help with being like, man, that, it helped. Like I was done after that trip. I was I, I I was done or it helped them so much it was what put them over the edge to quit their addiction. Yeah, I've definitely talked to Tanasi about that. He says it's really good for that. And uh, I took a, a nice heavy dose of shrooms. I don't know what it was, four or five shrooms. And just went out in the mountains. I think there's actually an Instagram video of it. And it just, whatever it released, God damn, did I feel good. And I haven't touched them since. I you know, have access to them if I want. But yeah, it was just one of those kind of spiritual journey things. And it actually didn't take me to the places I thought it would. Uh, you know, I thought I'd be like deep in reflection. I just fucking laughed for seven hours straight, man. Shrooms are, yeah, that's something I find many people get addicted to, but people with addictive personalities can get addicted to anything. Shrooms? Like I have a buddy that, yeah, what's up? You think they are addictive? I think they're no. anti-addictive. No, I don't think they're addictive at all. What about acid? No, Hell no, man. Fucking, your head hurts, man. Some of the studies in the 60s on both being able to treat addiction. Try and doing having acid. high levels of success. Like three days in a row. A, Let me know how addictive a, it is. A buddy in his like late teens or something, he did acid. Like I think he said it was easy a couple hundred times that one year. <laughs> and every, he's like, yeah, it was like one time it was like every day at school. For, I'm like, dude, I guess yeah. that's proof that it doesn't fry your brain too bad because you're pretty, you're on top of your shit and you know what's going on and you're successful now. So I don't know. I think it's proof you can get used to just about anything. I don't know, man. I just, yeah. Anyway. That's anyway. weird. He just tripped every day. I think I did know people like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, your teen years are kind of weird. All right. Have you guys, of course, I went to college, man, in Florida. They would do things like the one month uh, acid challenge where they would just try to stay tripping for a month. And it would always end so bad. I'm telling you. It's I've, not good I've heard me. stories of stuff like that not ending bad. Oh, I did. Guy that it, I knew. Ending bad for school. At the time, if you're going to school, but Google Marshall Ledbetter, maybe 1991, the dude, I knew that he was on this 30 day acid <coughs> trip and he robbed the Capitol. He tried to hold people hostage, asking for jelly donuts and shit. It was the fucking, it would seem like the guy was on acid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. You guys let me know your experience is not just on tripping or whatever in general, but I'm curious about psychedelics helping with addictions specifically negative addictions. Ugh. There's some positive addictions. Aren't there positive addictions too? I presume? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're addicted to mountain biking. Probably yeah. adrenaline is one of those things that's addicted positive for a while. Addicted to success one. Ah, you might be a douchebag if you're addicted to success. <laughs> no, I can't feel it, man. I just need more. All right. Hey, speaking of, I don't know what, this doesn't tie into what you're saying, but I'm, I'm changing it up here because yes, I want to tell you guys and gals, DGC, call 833 833- 420, 2420. We got a follow-up prohibition report in today from Massachusetts. Very so cool. Play that, and you guys can call in. Tell us what's going on in your state. What's happening with your? I mean, not really what's happening. It's more fall prohibition line or what's going on with the laws, things like that. 833-420-2420, or it's on the homepage of DudeRose.com, uh, up on the upper left. Let's play this. Hey y'all, we're here in Massachusetts. We got ourselves real good legal cannabis. The problem is a lot of the stuff at the dispensary is quite immature, really fuzzy, racy stuff. 
anyways uh you know it's still good but you know you know who does it best is yourself don't rely on others uh and it's way overpriced here also anyways uh keep it real and uh love you guys later hey y'all hey y'all see he's i like y'all he likes y'all incognito over there what's that our massachusetts redneck over there I like, I mean, that is, I guess he's saying it's pretty racy and immature. I guess it's probably because harvest people are just trying to get shit to market as yeah. quick as possible. Low inventory or something. That's what we're talking about. Think about if you can sell something for the same, if you're a corporation and you, you don't think of your, of your patients, you think of them as customers. If you can sell something that takes you 45 days to make instead of 75 days to make, and they're still buying it for the same price, it's a fucking inferior quality, but they're buying it. You know, I like his advice. Like, I feel like he's like talking to his son or something. Don't rely on others. It's kind of true. I mean, if you don't, if you can grow your own, you don't have to rely on others. That's your most guaranteed shit to have some, you know, medicine, recreation or recreation, whatever you want to call it. But it does make a good commercial, man. You sit down with your son, put your hand on his knee and say, son, you're going to smoke weed. Grow your own. Yes. Get your own call in 833-420-2420. Yes, sir. Moving on. Yes, sir. I've got a hey, oh, social media comment here from Kimerson Scatty. From, he says, We've been having fun, man. We've been going back and forth. Play man. this clip, gurus. All right. So this is basically a clip of Scotty taking a quick hit. I mean, I'm like, how did I, yes. I agree with Kimerson? It goes in and out so quick. He's right, man. He's so here we go, man. So he, I'm a mouth inhaler and we're just fucking around. But it got me thinking, is there a such thing as a mouth inhale? I'm going to give it a shot, man. There's such thing as a nose inhale, man. We got that. Let me try a mouth inhale. Here we go, man. Right? Wait, so, you want to know what blew my mind? It's when fucking... People, when people told me that you don't inhale cigars, like, what's the fucking point? Fuck cigars, really? dude. I have to go to, like, a bachelor party, uh, and they're like, let's go to a cigar bar. Like, let's go to a strip club. They're like, no, cigar bar sounds good. Fuck that. And I guarantee you if I said, oh, let's go to a, a cannabis bar and smoke joints all night, they'd be freaking out. They'd judge the shit out of me. So I, wait, the option was either or a cigar bar or a strip club? Somehow said, it got changed, man. I don't know. And I'm not some I'm not kind of sexist guy. The yeah, the option was cigar bar or cigar bar. Yeah. I, I know, Like I said, I'm not an exploitative person, but it's my buddy's bachelor party, man. Isn't that what you're supposed to do in an American tradition? Man, I got a mouth hit this. Hang on a second. Hold on. It's called a stag party here, I believe. You guys didn't know that. It's a stag party. There's no way to fucking mouth hit. There's no way to get suction without using your lungs, man. All right. Where's your defense? You have an article here titled Debunking the Myth of Holding a Hit of Marijuana. Let me see if it's going into my lungs. I get a check. Guru, what's your call? You saw the video. We have video Mm. evidence. Actually, Guru, I don't even need to ask, man, because look, there's a big fucking picture right here, man. And what it says is 90, 95% of all possible THC is absorbed nearly instantly upon inhale, man. Makes sense? Makes sure sense. it does. Anyway, it was actually pretty good, pretty good uh, uh, topic there, man. Thank you, my friend. I'm going to give it the hmm. Oh, that'd make a good song too, wouldn't it? All right, before the news, we've got a few items here. The DGC calendar coming up. Uh, hey, this Friday, shit, tomorrow, I think, or I don't know what day it is, but uh, is the, the 25th, I just learned, Scotty, at 9 a.m., the Red Bull Rampage starts. So we might miss a show. I don't know. My kid is coincidentally off school that day. Wait, you're so going take- to it? You're just having a no. party at your house? What's it, what's it mean? 
this will be one of the only re it's like the you know it's like your the you, uh, the what do they call it oh the my god the super, super bowl, bowl sir <laughs> <laughs> no this is a crazy ass cool event man you know what it is and it's out in virgin utah and it's a huge mountain biking event and it's yeah when i i get the signal that my kids off school and this event's happening and it's a friday it's like I might have to just start eating chicken wings at 10 a.m., like right. crack a brew, smoke a J, but it's a good time. Hashtag uh, day drinking. You checking it out, Guru? Oh, uh, I have never heard of it before. We're more into oh, the cliff my. diving. God. It is anyway. pretty crazy. If you guys haven't watched something like that, you watch it and you go, does anybody die here? <laughs> It is an event, uh, I'll sum it up, watch the recap, the live event's probably going to be three hours long, and watch the recap, I don't care if you know, want, like anything about mountain biking, it's it's entertaining, it's like if you, you're watching people do uh, some freaking base jumping and then like fly close to the ground, anybody can enjoy that. But, as yeah, long as they don't splat, I can't enjoy the parkour, I've been trying YouTube lately, you know, I like <laughs> the base jumping stuff sometimes, but... Oh man, there's, I was watching it right before I was trying to go to bed. I just, you know, it had autoplay on. My heart was pumping, man. It's amazing. You can have a physical reaction from watching people do stuff on YouTube. Redbull.tv specifically is what I'm talking about. But yeah, I've watched almost every video on there because I watch them at the gym and shit. The only downside of it is you can really feel like a pussy compared to what some people do out there with their body. Hey, I find that a microaggression, first of all. And second of all, <sighs> what about if, uh, I wonder Take if that could, back, sorry. If you could just watch TV enough to get your heart pumping, man. So that would just be the exercise. You think we'll ever get that lazy where you just watch crazy shit on TV to get your heart pumping? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Patent pending. Let's get into the news. Come on. Ready what here? you got? Yeah, this news Out. is cool. I try not to say interesting anymore. This news is intriguing, sir. Amid wave of pot farm robberies, uh, Matole Valley residents take security into their own hands. And this is out of, got to give credit to the Lost Coast Outpost. You always got to love it when people take security into their own hands. I'm taking the law into my own hands. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like a Sylvester Stallone movie? Oh, no, they drew like first it. blood. Just makes me think of Batman. Lost Coast, if you haven't been, I highly recommend, sir. I've definitely driven that a couple times. They had a big landslide recently. I don't know if it's all opened back up. But, um, man, around these areas where these people are growing, they said it's up to 90 minutes for any type of sheriff response. So, you know, you got to take over the past six weeks. I'll read some of this here. And what you're saying, you're talking about, you know, how much things have changed in the past 50, 100 years. Dude, think about having somebody come 90 minutes away to have somebody, you know, respond to you. That's fucking you go back fucking 50, 100 years, that wasn't the norm. That was what everybody, or maybe you were lucky if anybody did respond. Yeah, or if you had a way to summon anybody. Wait, they yeah, were talking, you couldn't even call people. They were talking about how weird cops were. Like, it's not a, a new thing that a cop is just in charge of absolutely every law and every rule, you know, from driving shitty to fucking, you know, beating your neighbor up. It's kind of a new thing, too. So over the past six weeks, there's been a series of late night cannabis farm robberies in Southern Humboldt's remote Matul Valley. I hope I'm saying that right. Locals say this spat of robberies has been accompanied by some disturbing, suspicious activity. They've seen drones flying low over the properties in the wee hours of the morning and strange vehicles driving aggressively up and down the back roads, namely newer rental cars. Yeah, makes sense. So you can put that all together right there. People are figuring it out like, damn, it's harvest time. I mean, they got they got some wildlife or you know cameras that act, are activated by motion. Here we have an image of like a guy getting a uh, white 
uh, caravan here with a big bag over his back, his hoods up, and they're just going up there and fucking ripping shit. Is this cartel shit? Is this stuff where these guys are protected by the cartels? Because the cartels are fucking crazy. Did you know, like, the Sinaloa cartel? Did you hear this week what happened with El Chapo's son? Oh, where they, they just decided to let him go because they just they were gonna all rampage die. through the city? Yeah. Yeah, they were like, dude, we have to. Like, the fucking cartel outpowered the cops. I think it was the National Guard. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, it just I just wonder. These have, guys have car, they have carte blanche in Mexico, obviously. Can they, you know, how much of a reach do they have in California? How much of a dent are they putting in this market? I don't know if going up into the Humboldt area, Lost Coast, is something for them or not, or this well, is just people- truckloads of weed. <laughs> Well, you can, people, somebody also could have just put it together. True. It's somebody, it's, I don't I know if it's a cartel. Using a drone to fly around with night vision um, is, you know, it's pretty smart. You're going to be able to, look, and then GPS mark areas for your guys to go into probably, like, boom. Um, and then they know that. What are they going to do? They're either going to defend, well, some of these guys are going to defend themselves. So what they did here is they had a meeting, right? They got everybody together. The sheriff came out. And they all hung out. And the sheriff's like, you guys got to up your security, you know? He said, he, su- he suggested installing fences, motion lights, security cameras, and really, in quotation, really strong gates. Now, hold on. He also recommended signage that says there is armed security on the premises, which led a couple people in the attendance to point out that state and federal laws prohibit people from having firearms on property where cannabis is grown. You know what would be cool, though, man, is a neighborhood helicopter. (laughs) You know, like an armed helicopter? That'd be cool. The one guy in the neighborhood that don't smoke weed. We've talked about this on the show. It is like, we're like, dude, how you want us to defend ourselves, but we're cannabis growers. One woman spoke up in the crowd and says there's a creative way around that. Anyone whose cannabis business is organized as a limited liability corporation or LLC can register their property in the business's name and then rent it out of a portion of the residence to yourself. And then you can keep a gun in your house and you're not in violation of the law. But what if you just shoot the person and then you say it was their gun? <laughs> Well, this is the sheriff stepped up. Uh, I think it's a sheriff, Hans Saul, said, hey, you have the right to arm yourself as a citizen. Hans Saul? The- no. That's a hell. That sounds have- a lot like Han Solo, no? Could be. He says, which is cool here, you have the sec- you have the Second Amendment, and I'm a constitutional sheriff. So he's basically saying, guys, look, if you got That's people awesome. screwing around, yeah, screwing around up here, you're not saying go out and shoot shit up. Um, but the but topic of are. drones. This is interesting. He goes, when the topic of drones came up, um, Hansel said that state law allows drones to fly at an altitude of at least 500 feet. And then he goes, in quotations, you have to judge if it's a security threat or not. If you happen to shoot a drone out of the sky because you think it's a security threat, then they will come after you civilly. Sip, wait, civil, civilly? Is that right? I think Holy so. shit, man. Is that what's really happening? If somebody spies on you with a drone, you shoot it out of the sky, and then you get sued for it? But... One woman posed the question to Han Solo and said, if I were to shoot down the drone that was flying low over my property at two in the morning, you won't know it unless the owner of the drone calls it in, right? Sheriff says, there you go. Go for it. So basically, I thought it was cool. You know, seeing law enforcement work with cannabis growers out of all the times we haven't had that. Yeah. A sheriff just understanding the situation these people are in. If you live there, this is on you guys. You got to take care of it. You said What's law up? enforcement, and it just reminds me that this guy seems to be enforcing the laws that he thinks are necessary, which is kind of interesting. I mean, he's saying that, yeah, maybe he's he's saying he's a constitutional, what, sheriff? Yeah, I dug that. Yeah, I'm a constitutional sheriff. I think man. that means the Second, Second Amendment, Amendment. a constitution is the right to bear arms. I, I think bet that's he has a don't tread, me, don't tread on me sticker on the back of his car. <laughs> 
I like Does it. he really? Are you noticing an image? <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm yes. just joking. Yes, but we he probably are. does. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and that I've, we, I've never been in that situation, but it is, it can get scary and you got to act quick as neighbors and band together and get your security up. If people are coming up there and ripping your harvest and shit, um, and there's going to be confrontation, you got to be ready for it. But then you think about it, you're sitting there in the fucking, you know, in the six foot fucking thicket, whatever the hell you want to call it, brush with a fucking gun looking at people that maybe you're going to shoot back at you and you're going, how the fuck did I get into this? Just growing some goddamn weed. This ain't what I signed up for, man. And I'm telling you, that shit really happens. They need to have more of those veteran only security services for cannabis growth. But still, man, this isn't supposed to be about fucking making millions of dollars. And I know I sound like like a hippie now, but and fucking shooting people over. You just get you can get way more creative. You know, I'll just off of my security minded mind, Scotty. Uh, You could put out uh, flat tire strips, man. Have everybody in the community in the know. Have that shit out at the right times and the right places. Let's first off secure the perimeter, bitch. Anybody coming in here after hours, all their tires are going to pop. That's the first thing that's going to happen. I'm high right now, but I'm thinking about something. What's a monoculture, man? What happens when you monocrop cannabis? The fucking pests come, man. So you got a fucking 20 acres of monocrop cannabis. So these pests come after you harvest or right at harvest, man. Yeah, they know all the time. 200-pound pests, you know? They're watching. Yeah, but it, it's the same thing, man. I don't think you can use, like, sarin nerve gas on these pests. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you can. <laughs> I get a Sasquatch outfit, scare the shit out of them. That's an easy way to get shot by the people. All there. right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> move on. Just, uh, my, it's, a, it's against monocropping is what I'm saying. If this cannabis was in a, a beautiful garden and people were using it as medicine and people were allowed to grow their own cannabis, you wouldn't be having folks get shot over it, man. Yeah, I feel that. I yeah, feel that. Anyway, I'm off the soapbox, dude. Providence, Providence Journal here. I like hot that. Off, hot off the press. Game changer in quotation. Breath test for marijuana knows if you're stoned. And this is why you watch the video show, because this guy, I think he's going to test positive. You don't be judging a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on. Look yes. at him. He's positive. Yes. I sometimes do see the folks that just hold the signs that say slow. <laughs> Um, and I mean, it's a tough job. I ain't dissing, you know, but, uh, All right. looks Let's like get into the guy. numbers. This is the most 20 million in private equity backing a device that can tell the difference between residual THC in the blood uh, bloodstream and consumption in the last three hours mm-hmm. that matters could be headed to market next year, 2020. That's big money, man. $20 million in private equity banking. So let's understand what that is. So that's a bunch of uh, private banks that have thrown money into the cannabis industry and actually in cannabis enforcement. So Jesus Christ. But here, look at this figure. With all the law enforcement agencies, like I think in North America, they say Godwin said about 50 million drug tests are conducted each year. 50 million, dear God. Hey, that's believe- a lot less than I would think. That's cool. Hey, it's saying believe- each one of these is only $5,000. Can we get one for the studio when they're available? Maybe we it'll be a sponsor. sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're thinking what I'm thinking, dude. So he says the THC breathalyzer may be worth, and of course, I think they're shooting rather high here, well above $10 billion annually in revenue because the cost of the refill cartridges is well equated into that. They realize that's all hinging upon them being able to say that this proves impairment, which is notoriously hard for cannabis DUIs. Thank you. 
Thank you. And by the way, now, try to get a That's jury. a lot of money to, in, to get people to invest in with that big caveat. There. Especially when the public is starting to really accept cannabis. When my mother-in-law thinks it's great medicine and loves to enjoy it instead of a bottle of wine at night, it's over. You know, good luck trying to get her, the 70-year-old, she doesn't listen, old lady, uh, listen, uh, going to court. And she's saying, no, it's good for cataracts too. So you think that we'll have enough precedents set in the judicial system, basically, that this eventually will take a little bit of time, but it'll be this device will be proved squashed because it's not proving that you can just put a number and right then and there that person's arrested. They're already being hassled. You're already taking, you know, you're screwing up their life, their day. They're going to miss work. Right. They're I mean, if, all this shit. If they struggle to get uh, convictions on cannabis DUIs, and they're notoriously expensive for police departments to do Make too. It, yep. Um, if they can't get convictions with a blood sample from right after the time of the arrest, they're not going to be able to get one with this either. It doesn't prove anything more than that does. Yeah. If they and can, it's less accurate than that is. Yeah. If they can, they're prove looking for case. something to push on that because they have officers. Here, they, this is a, from the article: officers who are qualified drug recognition DREs, drug recognition experts, sure. that are trained to spot stone drivers, can spend up to two days in court in a single case. And like Sean just said, they go, "That's expensive." And when I read that, I said, "If you're not going to give me your two days for trying to turn my life upside down." And totally fuck me, take my license away, right, right. maybe lose my job. But you're saying two days to come show up to defend your position on saying why I was a stone driver is too much. Total bullshit. It's a business, man. It's a total. I was explaining or somebody was explaining to me today. They were shocked. It was Warehouse Kyle. He was going, I knew this guy who got arrested in Texas. And they said, hey, look, it's Friday night. You can spend the weekend in jail or we'll drive you around. And if you give us 800 bucks, we'll let you go. And they drove him around to an eight to different ATMs so he could pull out different money till he got 800 bucks. Then they let him go just a, a you know notice to appear. I was telling somebody that, yeah, of course, the cap, it's a business. The guy that runs the police uh whatever, police department, he's a, and, yeah, what do they call him? An executive. An exec, and he's got to grow his department and uh, handle his budget well. And if the cannabis so, convictions don't do well for the budget, if it costs more than you get out of it, he's going to go do something else. So we got to bank on some good attorneys setting precedents here because I, my fear was that that amount of money potentially projected to be made, oh, and on top of that, the amount of money already invested, I feel like they're really going to try and streamline this shit to be like, oh, over this number, boom, like you got to, you know, and just really try and get money out of people. But it's important, man. It's just like we're not taking any old laws that are coming our way that we're actually looking at the laws saying, yo, I understand that this puts cannabis in the stores, but that's a fucking stupid uh, addition that you've got on there with the cannabis DUI or not allowed to grow and stop, you know, beggars. It's not the beggars can't be choosers thing. We can be choosers. Cannabis I is just coming. thought that this, this this was already all out there. I don't get why you need the Hound Labs handheld device because if you are an officer and you're willing to pull somebody over and give them a DUI for whatever type of substance or whatever you want to DWI, then you should be able to know how to address that, have them, whatever, if it's walk the line or whatever the hell's going on. But it doesn't have to be a, with cannabis. Alcohol, I get it. Alcohol, it's proven over a certain amount. You probably shouldn't be freaking driving. I've had a drug recognition expert give me a field sobriety test. I wish I was there. 30 seconds off of a giant Keith bong rip. Right. Uh, I passed with flying colors. Uh, He's he, was, like, he was like, I could kind of tell something's up, but... 
I would have no probable cause to be able to hold you any longer. He goes, I could kind of tell something's up, but I don't want to fucking ride with you in the back of the car all the way to the station, man. Jesus. Did he just look at him? I'm trying to wonder. if I've never gotten pulled over. I did get pulled over up here once, but nothing happened. But it, when, uh, what, Pop Brothers, they say, uh, I choose not to discuss my day officer. You just say that about every question they ask. Right. <laughs> well, this wasn't a, a legit uh, stop from a police officer. This is a friend that's a police officer. We, we wanted. Oh, he, he wanted. He wanted oh, to hold up. That's no, he way he wanted different. To, he wanted to test it out. To Dude, see. if you had those sirens pop on behind you while you're listening to some Bob Marley and shit, like <sighs> it's a little different. I've definitely been super stoned and pulled over before and had a normal <laughs> conversation with the cop. Yeah, I definitely have too. You know what happened at the end of it? He goes, uh, put your hands behind your back. You're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, I've had that reaction from the two. It wasn't for weed. Though. Actually, it wasn't for anything. Dude, but. it is hard to let that go, man. 18 years old, man. And just for a, a fucking smoking a joint, going to jail and seeing terrible things in there. Huh. It's hard not to fucking hold resentment yeah, against it. Oh, what are you arresting me for? Drunk in public? Cool. I'm not drunk at all. Cool. Yeah, I'm not giving you a breathalyzer. You're going to jail. Yeah, I seen fucking people being tortured in that jail at 18 years old, man. Up until about my early 20s. Uh, my whole philosophy, and especially in high school, is like when something happens with the cops, run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. and when I got caught, like it was like I was always there's always intimidation factor. So it took me a while. I'm pretty much there now. But where when you get pulled over, it automatically get this nervousness and like, oh shit! But wait, you're not doing anything. You're okay. But oh shit! Yeah, so I'm always doing something. something. Best response for when if they ask if you're nervous or not is. I'm not around the law enforcement that often, so I'm a little nervous. I'm sorry. Fuck yeah, I'm nervous, man. You don't have a sense of smell? Yeah, you got a gun on you. You think that's better than saying, I choose not to discuss my day officer? Yeah, you do that if you know you're going to jail. Yeah, that's just make it easy for your lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, you say nothing incriminating and lie and try and get out of it. And then when you're caught, you go to the... I guess. Yeah, when you have $40,000 in a bag next to you, man. Yeah, you're going to jail, man. You know, around here, around these parts, at least with cannabis, you really got to be a sore thumb. All these cops in British Columbia, I mean, this shit, they're like, huh? That's that's like lowest, low, low, low priority, man. What You know, what's going on? Like, I've heard plenty of stories of people just, you know, they, they got a bag, they got all this. Just tell them what you got. And they're, they're just not trying, unless you're obviously impaired. It's not like an issue they're trying to fuck with you on. It's great. Right. And unless there's business involved, they do get pissed when they start missing on that tax revenue. I am thinking about those hustlers back in the day that would, you know, they'd be making big money, man. And people, you know, that bumps the cops out, that bumps the uh, IRS out. They'll actually come after you for that. Let's get ready to do some memes. I just peeked out the window here of the studio, and yes, it's the first time I've seen the sun in eight days. So I'm getting pretty excited right now. Yeah, we'll it's run a beautiful outside day here. Take my shirt off. Go live on Instagram when you do it. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit. Go for it, dude. What did you find in the memes today, Scatty? Come on. These were pretty fun. And we got some new folks, man. This is is what? Big Sue? I I always keep them fresh. I haven't said, okay, here we go. When drugs become friends, you can't eat them. It's just, I just want to say, it says companion planting. And again, I'll I'll talk about Tanazi. This is, oh shit, this is one of those cactuses you can eat. It's the San, anybody from San Pedro or something? San Pedro, it has, I want to say peyote. Yeah, yeah, it's like a peyote cactus, man. And uh, these things want to grow. I have never eaten peyote. I'm not telling everybody to go out and do psychedelics, but I found this kind of cool that you can just leave this in your grow tent, put them in a little four inch pot, forget about it. They fucking... 
they grow. You know, I Eventually, don't, I, you have peyote. Yeah, yeah, you have peyote. I think that shit's good for you every now and again. I really do, man. I don't know. Peyote is supposed to go. It's a little bit longer and deeper. You don't, you don't have to throw up or something. Once I mean, or twice. psychedelics in general. It's medicine it's like, for the mind. <laughs> and this I thought was funny, man. Look at this one. Who's this one by Mr. Social Green? media for Mr. Green. Yeah. And it just says, this is how weed feels on social media. And it's just like a guitarist <laughs> that jumped into the crowd and everybody's got their cameras. It's just like, oh, because fucking, yeah, people post weed. And I guess if you're stuck behind, you know, the walls of prohibition, you're just like, oh, my God, look at that bud. Look at those dabs. And uh, it's just kind of seems silly. I'll give you an example. I was, I was looked at this meme and then I was trying to fall asleep last night. I can never find anything on TV. And my buddy goes, try this show, the most expensivest. It should make you laugh. And it's just this rapper guy, two chains goes around and he finds the most expensive dumb shit, you know, like the most expensive $100,000 water and stuff like that. But there was one. Yeah, you would like you would be pissed, dude. Wait, cool, cool fact about two chains. He's okay. like forty something years old and has a PhD in English. Really? Okay. Yeah. He seemed he seemed like he a cool guy. Dude. Yeah, the the host actually, two chains actually made it watchable. And it was one on cannabis. And he's like, we're going to the most expensive is cannabis. And it was dumb. It was just fucking dumb. The people that were, you know, showing him the cannabis and stuff looked like they just jumped on board fucking a year ago, you know, they just don't look like they're into the culture. And they just, they went to a, a shop in, in uh, Las Vegas. And I was like, dude, the, the owner of it just made me want to throw up. It was like, so not about the weed. Yeah, we smoke better weed than that on a daily basis. Yeah, and it was just like, this one's, it's wrapped in, it's regular weed, wrapped in extra special weed, <laughs> wrapped in uh, hash. You know, it's like stupid yeah, we'll shit see, like that. We'll, we'll see some of that at the Emerald Cup. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see some of that at the Emerald Cup. We did last year. It was super. Some stuff was super fancy. Yeah. Not all of it, but there was like one tent specifically. It was like everything was like I felt like I was in a Dillard's or some shit. Yeah, I think they gave this guy like a solid gold wrapped bar of Keef that looked like a dildo. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was hey, unimpressive. Dong, please, golden dong. Thank you, thank you. Was All right, Canadian? what's the next meme here? That's <laughs> the last one, man. Come on, what do you got, man? What do you got? Make me laugh. Gel for everyone, says Scotty. <laughs> yes. This is by GH Weed Dave. Yes. Scotty's standing in front of a propagation uh, cloning thing at the uh, way to grow there, and it goes, "You get a gel, you get a gel. Everyone gets clone gel." Yeah, we were there. I just put this up because Guru and I were talking. We made a how to clone version one, like what to buy when you need to clone, and in classic stoner fashion. I'll say we've just been busy as fuck, man. But uh, we got to make our how to clone part two, like how to actually do it. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. The <laughs> right. people are just sitting there waiting, holding They're their waiting. clothes. They've got know all do. their materials, man. So, all right. So, I'm going to throw in a quick, uh, quick little what? Entertainment. What to watch? I Come watched on. all this space with my boy, actually, my, my whole fam. Uh, my, my daughter and son hadn't seen it. And my then, nine year old, she was a little, I had to, you know, kind of earmuffs a little bit. And she didn't <laughs> understand all the, but my nine year old or my, my 15 year old son, he was down. So you remember, man, we got Peter, Peter and his neighbor, Lawrence. Oh, come on. Lawrence is the best. Remember, come on. The best line of that whole movie is what would you do with a million dollars? And come on. No, that wasn't. This is the best line that I told my kid to think about. And he goes to Lawrence because Lawrence is a construction worker. Right. right? And he goes, Lawrence, what would happen if you went into work and said you had a case of the Mondays? (laughs) And he goes, well... I believe you'd get your ass kicked. Yes. So uh, that's a nine, that, there, baby. 
they had a lesson to be learned as well because you're wondering if they got it. Uh, that guy Milton, the guy with the stapler, man, Milton, who they just took care of by saying, yeah, we just we just stopped paying him and didn't tell him. The, the glitch will fix itself. And they were like feeling like everybody was being bullish to Milton. He looks different. Right. He has thicker glasses. He seems like he's slower, though he may be a mathematician and just socially challenged. And I was like, that's why you never write people off. You know, you got to take the time. And he burned the bitch down in the end. So yeah, be nice to Milton, huh? Yes. Office space. If you guys want a good laugh, classic. I think this, the moral of that is what I think he does say it at the end, man. People just aren't meant to spend their lives in little office boxes, you know? <laughs> no, no. Then you hear it. Corporate accounting. Please wait. Corporate accounting. Please. Anyway. Hey, I got something to make y'all laugh. I just want to, uh, Guru, uh, is, <laughs> we're going to play us out with, uh, uh, thank God for social media. Dude, you want to go back to your flip phone? I got friends on Facebook that show me shit like this. So thank you, Ray, for sharing. This is the Rolling Stones uh, before a live studio audience. And I guess you're going to start playing it. But they're on acid, right? Like somebody must have <laughs> dosed them earlier, put it in their drink an hour beforehand. But yeah, don't know what's check the video. Yeah, show it. Yeah. You don't. This is pretty funny. But let's roll it and Come start on. the shout outs here. <laughs> I'm giving up the Scrofulous and HD Chop. How about Sir Smokes a lot and Lord Blueberry? Sir, Sir, wait, Sir Smoke a lot. Oh, Sir Smoke a lot. Northeast Nugs and Potent Ponics, what up? Yes, Barton Grown. Yeah. Verde Greasy. Lagunitas OG. Mm. And D-O-G. D-O-G, I get it. All I right. get it. It works. I get it. Enjoy the stones. Stay higher, my friends. Take her easy, dude. <laughs>